Hello, this is William at Allegory Gallery, and we're here today with Gina Chalfond from White Swan Illuminations and White Swan Studio. Hello, Gina. Hi, William. How's today going for you? Pretty good, now that I'm here. <laughs> good, great. Well, we just wanted to talk with you a little bit and introduce you to some people who may not know you. Um, so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I live in the city of Pittsburgh, or two houses from the city of Pittsburgh, but I have a lot of woods in my backyard, and nature is what a lot of my inspiration is from. Great. And I also do a line of pottery inspired by history, mythology, and literature. And for the historic pieces, I like to work from fragments of things found at archaeological dig sites and then reconstruct what I think the piece might have looked like. But I also like to combine cultures together, mess around with yeah. <laughs> things from the Victorian age and, you know, the Islamic 10th century age right. just for fun. So. It's nice when people know a little bit of history and pick up a piece of mine, they get it. Like, they'll look at it and say, hey. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So we were talking a little bit earlier about your name, White Swan Illuminations and White Swan right. Studio. So why don't you give us a little background on that? Well, when I started out um, selling, I was very naive, <laughs> showed up, and I was just doing illuminated banners, like medieval illuminations on banners. And they said I needed a business name other than my name, and I was totally thrown for a loop. So I was like, I'm doing are. Yeah. illuminations, I'll use that. And I had just left my job at the Pittsburgh Ballet Theater costume department, and we just did Swan Lake. So I figured I'd use that because it would reflect like two parts of my life, right. which now have nothing to do with my life. <laughs> so, and it's a very long name, and I'd like to change it, but it's really hard after being in business since 1996 right. to change your name. Yeah. So people can find you, though, on Etsy under White Swan Studio. Right, which is much easier to spell. Yes. <laughs> great, great. Well, you say you were in, in ballet and in, in um, illuminated tiles. and So how did you get started with what you're doing now? Um, Pottery-wise? Pottery-wise, bead-wise. Pottery-wise, I was selling my illuminated banners at a festival. And a couple people walked up to me and said, oh, your stuff is very whimsical. I'd love to see it translated in ceramics. Would you like to learn something about ceramics? Oh, great. And, and this is like the story of my life. Every time I wanted to learn something, somebody appeared that would help me, you know. Mm -hmm. So I got to, to, to meet somebody who did pottery, and she... Although she lived in New York and I lived in Pennsylvania, she would help me to a certain point, but she wanted me to figure out on my own how to it's accomplish other things. Yeah. So I started taking a few lessons here and there and then developing my own ways to do things. And that, um, I was using molds and underglazes back then, but now I'm into throwing and higher fire things. So it's been a real progression. Um, the jewelry, I've just always been interested in jewelry, mm -hmm. and part of that is. Um, you know, when I was at bead shows looking, I met Andrew <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and Greg Ogden, and right. they both really connected with what I was doing hit, uh, on pottery, because it's a lot of what they were doing right. on jewelry. Yeah. And then um, went to Andrew's house one day for a workshop, and he taught me how to carve molds for beads, Great. and it, I've been doing it ever since. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, we know our customers love your beads. So. Oh, that's great. And we do have some new ones that we'll be putting out um, that's going to coincide with this podcast, so Yay. we're looking forward to that. <laughs> so everyone, of course, always likes to know um, artist inspiration. So what is your biggest, or who are your biggest inspirations? Um, Art-wise, uh, even though it has nothing to do with pottery, Vincent Van Gogh, hands down, would be my favorite artist. Okay. And... Um, 
as far as my line of pottery that I do with the decal wear that I hand draw, Beatrix Potter was definitely a big inspiration Great. for me. I think she's really undervalued as an artist. She mm -hmm. was an amazing scientist too. And um, you know, just looking at her nature and her her scientific research and her drawings are so detailed. They've always inspired. That's really me. interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Look into it. I will <laughs> definitely, definitely. And um, so, of course, you say Vincent Van Gogh. Who are some of your other favorite artists, living or dead? Um, hmm. I love Klimt. Um, See, I'm going to go all towards. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> and that's okay. I love William Morris. I mean, there's just no words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then William Morris, around that time period, there was a uh, potter named William de Morgan. Yeah, I love his work too. Great. And he, oddly, he's doing the same thing I did. Oh, he really? went back through history and looked at historic pottery and made it look like how it might have looked like if had they had better drawing skills and, you know, better. Um, products in the kiln and stuff oh. so he did like historically inspired things but they look you know much, much cleaner and yeah, much, cleaner yeah, yeah. so that was a big point of inspiration for me so we know that you do some of the the handwork the hand painting what got you into decal work um decal work i was actually at the country living fair selling for uh, about a year and I saw there was a really good market for buyers there. But my stuff was pretty much historic, and although it sold okay, I knew there was something else I could be doing. And I have a real love of drawing. That's probably the first thing that I love more than anything else is drawing and painting. Uh -huh. And I don't get to use it very much with pottery. And I use it a little bit with sculpting, but it's not right. the same as fine detail drawing. So I just happened to find out that you could hand draw images and transfer them over on decal paper. So I took a workshop in that and it picks up a lot more detail than I thought. Like That's the original great. drawings are way more detailed, but I'm very happy with the amount of detail I'm getting on these. And that line of pottery was only supposed to be like a supplemental one oh, of really? its shows. And now it's <laughs> outselling everything. I get like calls constantly from big stores and I know that I could take that step and you know do that right. but then it would take the handmade element out of it so I'm really at that crossroads where hmm, do I really want to get that big? <laughs> I yeah, <don't> know. <laughs> we understand, we get it, we get it. So you have, um, we know you sell on Etsy mm -hmm. and you mentioned being at some shows so mm -hmm. what are your major shows throughout the year um, and do you have any coming up? Yeah. I usually do Three Rivers Arts Festival, uh, 100 American Craftsmen up in New York, um, the People's Choice Festival at State College, um, and Handmade Arcade, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> and Old Fashioned Christmas in the Woods, and that I still do that show because my mom and dad love that show. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and yeah. for a long time I did it only because my mom loved to decorate that booth, <laughs> and I just can't let go of it no, because it was no. too... <laughs> yeah, there's history there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I've been trying to cut back on shows because I'm starting to finally hit me that if I come to a show with more product, I sell more instead of going Imagine with that, right? just, yeah, <laughs> just like squeezing out in between each show. Oh, I could, you know, make 12 more pieces. Right. It's better to stay home it's like nice a couple months. It's nice to see months. a full booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in the process right now of eliminating shows, like really, you know weeding mm -hmm. them down and spending and I'm doing way more online sales now which is nice because that's what I'm hoping for so great. as I'm doing more online sales I'll do less and less shows mm -hmm. great yeah. 
Great. Well, do you have anything else to say to our listeners today? Um, if you have an idea, you should pursue it because, uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many people told me, what are you going to do for a real job? And I did yeah. many real jobs. We for, all hear that a lot. <laughs> for many, many years. Uh, I mean, I've done just about everything, but my heart was always in art. And it wasn't until I had my daughter and stayed home and I got a watercolor set as a gift and oh, started great. watercoloring. Mm-hmm. And I took them to a gallery and asked if I could leave them for consignment. And she goes, well, <laughs> we'd rather have you for a one-woman show. Do you think you could have 75 pieces done in three months? Oh, I'm like, wow. sure, no problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it has been nonstop chance. since then. It's been crazy. <laughs> well, that's so great. It's funny how each, like, each opportunity lent itself to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. Uh, Well, thank you very much for joining us today. You're welcome, William. And like I said, we will have some of Gina's beads in the shop coinciding with this podcast release. And we look forward to always seeing Gina in the store when we can. I hope you enjoyed this and we look forward to sharing more artists with you as time goes on. Thank you for joining us today.